Before we dive into today's episode about love, I want to take a moment and thank our amazing partner for the Advent series, the Christian Standard Bible, or the CSB. It's a translation of the Bible that's readable, it's trustworthy, and there are cover options to match every personality, every preference, every type of human that you are, not to mention so many different extra features that serve as resources for the way you engage with God's Word. One of my personal favorites is the Tony Evans Study Bible. Dr. Evans has been a guest on the pod, and he's just such a trusted teacher for us. I've used this version to read the Gospels in a month, and y'all, I could sit in my reading spot all day following the wild goose chases from one interesting feature to another. It includes all these study notes and Q&As from Dr. Evans throughout the Bible, and there are even digital links included to over 150 videos of Dr. Evans teaching and preaching about the corresponding passages. Brilliant, right? So visit LifeWay.com slash CSB to see all of the CSB Bibles you can choose from, and use the code TSF to save an extra $10 off any order over $40. That's an additional discount on already great holiday pricing. Again, that's lifeway.com slash CSB and use the code TSF. Like that sounds fun for $10 off any order over $40. Hi friends, welcome to a very special episode of That Sounds Fun. It is the fourth and final week of our Advent series. I'm your host, Annie F. Downs. I'm really happy to be with you today. Just as a reminder about why we're doing this Advent series for the past three and a half weeks, Observing Advent begins four Sundays before Christmas, and it really is a time for the church around the world to slow down and mark the coming of Jesus to celebrate His birth on Christmas and also look forward to His promised return. But there's these gifts for us right here and right now, and during Advent, we're spending time on the podcast each weekday focusing on those gifts, hope and peace and joy and love, each represented by an Advent candle. For the past three weeks, we've talked about hope and peace and joy. Definitely go back and listen to those if you haven't yet. And this week is all about love, the greatest of these, right? So don't miss the first two days of this week either. Be sure you're following along in the Advent series guidebook where you can find the scriptures we reference and the questions, prompts, space to journal, all of it that you need. It is all right there. It's available along with all of our other Advent resources at AnnieFDowns.com slash Advent. Okay, so let's continue our conversations about love. Welcome to the Advent series, Love Day 3, Look for Love All Around You. All right, let's recap for just a minute. Love matters because God says it's the greatest thing, right? Faith, hope, and love. And the greatest of these is love. And love matters because just like dripping myrrh oil, it soothes and it smothers and we need it going into next year. Honestly, when we think about what it takes to hold on to hope, like we talked about in week one, and what peace requires of us, like we talked about in the second week, and the actual work it takes to live in joy, my gracious, I am thankful that love covers it all, right? This is 1 Peter verse 4, chapter 8. I'm going to read it to you in the NIV. Above all, love each other deeply because love covers over a multitude of sins. Okay, so I want you to hear it in the message version as well. Most of all, love each other as if your life depended on it. Love makes up for practically anything. And, and just yesterday, we talked about falling in love with the life that you have. If you want to have love, you, you have to find love, 
a little bit, right? And I'm not talking about a romantic partner, though. I hope if you want one next year, you get one next year. But I mean, you have to look at the life you already have and see where love might be already existing. Look for love all around you. It's actually a discipline. It's actually a choice. It's not only a fruit. You know me, I'm not saying you can't be lonely or disappointed or see the world as a hard place to live. I actually find all three of those things to be true. But in John chapter 16, verse 33, this is in the NIV. Jesus says, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world, you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. Right? Jesus is saying the world is hard, but he wins. So we take heart. What does it mean to take heart? Well, when you look that up in the blue letter Bible, it's also translated like have courage. But when you think about taking heart, grabbing heart, holding heart, to me, it makes me think of grabbing on to what shows me love and joy and peace and hope. So we look for love around us. I wonder if you sat for a minute and just thought about where is love already happening around me? This summer, I got to go to Disney World with some of my dearest friends here, you know, Dave Barnes and his family. The Barnes and I, they're like, you know, they're my my emergency contact. These are my like people, people, right? So I went to Disney World with them. And every, because there were six of us, we rotated who sat with each kid every time. There were three adults and three kids. We did man-to-man coverage versus zone, right? And almost every ride, even when we were switching, the youngest boy, Sam, would say, I want to sit next to Crazy Annie. You know, they call me Crazy Annie. He said, I want to sit next to Crazy Annie. I mean, it just made me feel so loved. Even though we rotated, he, he said it, and it just meant the world to me. Do you know how I tore my meniscus disc in my knee? It's because I was holding two other of my mini BFFs at their house one night to eat dinner, and I was slinging them back and forth and singing a song I made up about how glad I am that they were born. My oldest mini BFF is a teenager. He is driving and has a phone and is like practically an adult. It's insane. And a few months ago, we had a breakup at the same time, which is very weird, you guys. It was very weird for me. But the sweetest thing happened when his mom told me that he was going through it as well. And I just shot him a text and kind of said, hey, me too, and I'm with you. And he wrote back the sweetest paragraph about what God might be doing in our lives individually. And And we went back and forth for a couple of days texting about it. And suddenly we were caring for each other in the middle of this really unique but shared pain, even though we're 25 years apart in age. And it made me feel so loved, right, to have a friend love me like that. My friend Heather Whitaker, everywhere she goes, she sees hawks in the sky and she sees hearts in the shapes of leaves or in a rain water puddle or or in the coffee cup. I mean, she sees hearts everywhere. She is looking for them. 
She, it's how she experiences God. It's one of the ways God shows his love to her is through hearts and hawks. And so she sees him everywhere because she's looking for God's love. That's how I feel with my mini BFFs too. My friend Eliza, it's butterflies. It is butterflies. And butterflies will show up all over her life, in season and out of season. It is wild. But it's one of the ways she is looking for love. One of the ways she is looking for God to love her. And he shows up. A couple of weeks ago, I have been dying to go to Iowa. You may know this about me, but I have very few states left on my 2C list here in the U.S. And one of them is Iowa. The other is Vermont. Vermont, I am coming. But the Vermont's my last one. I was dying to go to Iowa, and some friends of mine were playing a concert there. Russell Dickerson, who y'all may know and love, one of my favorite country artists, one of the best people. Y'all, if you don't already super fan for Russell's music. Start now. He's amazing. But he was playing in Iowa. And so I went to the state fair with them. I flew up there, met him there. And as I'm walking around, I'm, I'm okay. I'm just kind of processing some things with them. And we're talking through some things. And I look over, you guys, there is a cross-stitching expo. Do you know how much I love cross-stitching? I love it so much. I love it so much. And there is an entire like barn at the fair that is dedicated to cross-stitching. And it was like I was in heaven. (laughs) I was the happiest Annie you could ever imagine. And it just felt like God loving me, right? It felt like I was able to see a way he really uniquely showed his love for me. Was it just for me? No, the place was packed. There were a lot of people very excited about the, watching this man teach us how to cross-stitch. And I got to ask some important questions that I needed some answers to for my own projects. But I felt very loved by God. I'd been looking to see if he would show up for me on this trip. And in a really crazy way, that's how he did. In Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 13 in the NIV, it says, You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. You will always see what you're looking for. You will always see what you're looking for. This year was tough. I've told y'all that. And my options have been to seek for the ways that God is disappointing me or seek the ways that he is loving me. And guess what? Both have felt true, (laughs) but they aren't. I can be disappointed But it doesn't mean God is intentionally disappointing me. It can sure feel that way. Of course it can. Especially if that's what I'm looking for. But if I change my gaze, if I trade out the glasses I'm wearing that say, this is all disappointing, and I actually put on glasses that say, I am looking for God's love, everything changes. The one that gets my gaze gets my heart. Hearts, hawks, butterflies, cross-stitch expos, kids, conversations, sunrises, hugs, friendship. God is always loving you. And God is always loving me. We just have to look for it. And it may not look the way you thought. It may be so different than your plan. But his love is everywhere. This may be cheesy, but deal with me and love me anyways. 
But the same could be said of the story of Christmas, the story of Jesus's birth. What this whole season we've been together in is pointing towards. Was Jesus just a baby born to an unwed teenage mother who grew up to be a historical figure and prophet? Or is he the son of God who died and rose again because he loves you? Mary, did you know, right? We sing it every year. Mary, did you know? So look for love all around you today. Today, I want you to look for love all around you and see how God might be ready, longing, hoping to show you how he loves you. Oh, friends, let's look for love today. I can't wait to hear about where you see it. So take a few minutes to think through the prompts in your Advent series guidebook. I think they'll help you tune into the love that is already around you. And listen, jump over to that Advent series private Facebook group to chat with other friends who are on this journey too. Y'all are loving talking to each other. We love it too. If you need anything else from me, you know I'm embarrassingly easy to find. Annie F. Downs on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all the places you may need me. That's how you can find me. And I think that's it for me today, friends. Go out or stay home and do something that sounds fun to you. I'll do the same. We'll see you back here tomorrow with love day four and with an extra dose of the fun that only one certain guy can bring. That's right. Santa Claus himself has taken time out of his busy holiday schedule. Cannot believe we got him today, but he is popping by the That Sounds Fun studio to chat for just a little bit. He's such a giver, that one. So time with St. Nick is always a blast, so don't miss it. That's coming tomorrow. We'll see you then.